Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit PiranhaGear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul back with Karate Cafe with another fine episode. And off to my center line, as always, my good friend, Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? Wadoru, wadoru, wadoru. That's my new uh, mouth warm-up for the podcast. Now. <laughs> and mine is taekwondo, taekwondo. Uh, no. The, uh, no, mine's mine's Wing Chun, Wing Chun, Wing Chun. Wing Chun, that's right. Uh, that's uh, Wing Chun Gung Fu. Wing Sun Gung Fu. Gung Fu. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're, we're back after a little uh, spring hiatus. I had some spring break, so I went down to the beach. And Dan, you went down to the new job, right? Yep. And of yep. course, you know, getting your bionic eye in place and... Oh yeah, you know that was uh, that, yeah quite the thing. If anybody wants to know what happens when uh, you have a detached retina, you you get a hold of me. I'll I'll fill you in. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm imagining no, you don't. Yeah, you you don't want to know. That's for sure. But we have had an interesting little bit of hiatus. Um, <clears throat> we'll get into just a little bit of podcast. Um, uh, you know, admin crap that nobody really cares about. Nobody uh, first cares off, about, but we feel compelled to to tell you. No, yeah, that we do just because you know, horn tooting us. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's actually really good. Uh, our good friend uh, Ian Abernathy and uh, all the the episodes, both about his interview and the mm-hmm. debrief after his seminar, has uh, garnered us a lot of new listeners. So, new listeners, hi, welcome, right. welcome, uh, and. Uh, uh, even more of a sort of international uh, group listening, and uh, we've had just a, just for so for March, uh, we've had uh, over eighteen hundred downloads in March, and we haven't even really done anything. So, <laughs> so and and most of them uh, were about me and Abernathy, and then uh, the debrief. Those are both huge, as um, yeah, a certain presidential candidate might say. Uh, believe me. Uh, but the uh, some people might get that I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but uh, also backfill because now people are discovering the podcast, so yeah. uh, we're getting a bunch of uh, older uh, downloading of, of older stuff. So that's wonderful. And um, we uh, and along that I'm also working on uh, actually the the tech team at the Massive Karate Cafe Studio are working Massive. on are working on uh, revamping the feed a little bit to get better numbers. Uh, so we will have a better idea of who is listening and who is downloading what and where from, uh, which will be uh, handy mostly for us, just so we know, you know, what, what we're tailoring. Um, uh, it's really great. I mean, you know, this this month, I mean, we're still the the U.S. USA USA is still uh, <laughs> still in the lead. It's still the lead, but the U.K. is coming up strong. Oh boy, uh, our good friends in Canada. Uh, the, <laughs> I was watching a comedian, an English comedian, and he said somebody was from Canada, and he goes, oh, you're like from America, only not armed. <laughs> uh, but they're not. Uh, Canada's lovely, and uh, we'll get to more of Canada in a minute. Uh, Sweden, we've had a lot of people from the Sweden and the Netherlands. Mm. Uh, we've had a lot of those folks, so uh, looking forward to the seminar invites from, from those yes, guys. Yes, indeed. Um, Russia, Denmark, the Dominican Republic. Uh, so a couple of people from India are listening to us. So, you know, thank you. Hi, guys. How's it going? International. Internationally known, but we're known That's right. the, the I'm podcast. huge. I'll just t- keep telling people I'm huge in Sweden. I'm huge. Well, no, well according to last month, uh, you're, 
28 huge. Is that, does that count huge? Uh, well, there's only there's only like 50 people that live in Sweden, right? So so half. We have over right, half we have of Sweden. Half. To us. Uh, awesome. Anyway, <laughs> and then also with a lot of new people. Well, well, I managed to offend our entire audience. Exactly. And, hey, the numbers real time are dropping. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, and Facebook, lots of new people joining Facebook. Yeah, and, good and activity on Facebook. Really good activity. You want it's to talk about fun that out day? there? I was, I'm not, you know, like a huge Facebook guy. I don't have a whole lot of posts and stuff, but it's certainly fun to run out to the to the group and post or comment or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, and good questions for the group. Um, you know, we had questions yeah. about, about kicks. We had questions about what uh, eye gouging. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I posted something on eye gouging where, I don't know. I I I I was just started thinking about it, and I saw a video, and it it feels to me like um, what most people think of as an eye gouge, like the old um, oh, what's Tarantino film where she just plucks the eye out, like oh, Kill Bill. Yeah, Kill Bill. And uh, I I think there's a certain reality to it that uh, doesn't get connected and. Um, I don't know how much, you know, the, the traditional karate styles have eye gouges, but of course, um, there's a large piece of Wing Chun that focuses on the, the Bu Sao, which is the eye gouge essentially. So yeah, there was that. And, um, oh, um, one guy had a post talking about, uh, using, uh, exercise bands for resistance training, which mm-hmm. I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so. and that's good, and and so and this is again, you know, as we often said off in the past, that's all ideas. Get the communication going, mm-hmm. getting it, you know, in a sort of agenda-free, you know, self-deprecating environment. So right. keep keeping it humble. Yeah, uh, no egos, no egos, no the no ego zone. Exactly. So uh, anyway, so great, and I appreciate all those guys coming in. I really appreciate Ian Abernathy taking the time to talk to us and uh, putting up with us because I mean we've. You know, kind of siphoned off. I even had, I don't know if I told you this, I had a guy who came in and tried the class because he listens to Ian Abernathy. And then yeah. he, like, oh, this guy's in my town. So he came and tried the class out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So uh, that's I was, called networking right there. Right. You know, I was, that was pretty cool. Um, so, so that was kind of cool. That was great. And I really appreciate all those guys. Uh, some more information. The comment line is no more. Uh, nope. No one was using it. And yeah. so uh, nobody uses phones anymore. I know, right? So uh, I talked to uh, the, the lead on our tech team, and he went ahead and, and unplugged our our. It's a rotary phone, strangely enough. Really? That's yeah, strange. I think uh, I think it was Jeans. So ah. you know, uh, it was, and steam powered. It was kind of kind of strange. <laughs> but uh, so he unplugged that, and you know, we moved the dust off of it and put it uh, down in the vaults and uh, and a little yeah, shrine. It'll be archived for historical purposes, right? But we have had we've had some, uh, some a little bit of Twitter traffic, so I mean, it seems like it's going to be pretty much we're getting uh, feedback via Facebook, via via the, the Twitterverse and mm-hmm. email. We got a, a really fantastic email the other day from uh, Ryan P, who just is a new new listener. Hey, Ryan, thanks for listening. Uh, and he asked many questions. Uh, what what pretty good. Which, and, we haven't been able to grok quite yet. Exactly. There were many yeah. questions, but he had them bracket out, and we may break them out and do them individually, uh, or maybe we'll do an interview or an, an overview oh. sort of of, of all of them. Um, but we appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for the thing. Uh, some pretty good Absolutely. questions, uh, some pretty good uh, statements, and we will get to those uh, as soon as humanly possible. 
<laughs> the other thing that I wanted to mention is around people that, that, that there are people that listen to. There's a service called iTunes. I don't know if anybody out there. I've heard of that is, before. Yeah. Um, uh, somewhere by the, the U2 album, there's a thing for podcasts. And so you can download the podcast from there. And uh, and pretty soon we should be on Google Play. I didn't know they they are going to oh, be hosting. Really? Yeah, they're going to be hosting um, podcasts. Oh, so maybe we'll get some some interesting people from there from the Google. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but there's a, a section where you can rate and you know also review iTunes. Yes. And we have largely kind of ignored it. But since I was messing with the the feed and whatnot, <laughs> I went back and and looked. And uh, what did you say the on the search? So well, so if you do a search for karate, we are number two. Yeah. So if you had podcast, search, karate, um, karate cafe comes up. Um, uh, there, there are some reviews. Of the average rating is four out of five stars. That's, that's pretty good. Which I'll take. Yeah, I'll take that any day. Um, so, well, we got a one star, and this is, this is my favorite, actually. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it, it, go ahead. The, the lead is pathetic at best. <laughs> so that's good because, I mean, that's, you know, it's saying the best. The best is just pathetic, right. and not like so, super pathetic. So there's, you know, the the, the foundation is is, right. is strong right. right off the bat. I feel right. good about it. I said uh, I've I've, and this is from 2012. That's what I mean. That's, I haven't looked on there in quite a while. Uh, I've heard a lot of martial artists talk in my life, and this show is as narrow minded as most. <laughs> See, so uh, so typical of them to think they know it all when no one has ever heard of them either. Well, yeah. So first know, off, can can I just say that that we definitely say we don't know anything, anything. at all. <laughs> and 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 I said, well, well, no one has heard of them either. Well, I've got numbers on my side now, dude. Yeah. And well, uh, you know, and more than anything else, I and that guy it was has too. To make it very clear to the listeners that that you know, at least for my part, uh, you know, I am not an authority on anything. <laughs> Sometimes I have strong opinions about things, but that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to accept the fact that I could be proven wrong, like, you know, when you say something, Paul. <laughs> At the drop of that. Although we did have one from February of last year, uh-huh. and it said, Keep them coming. By far the biggest negative about this show is the infrequency of releases. So, See, and I'll take that. And I'll take that, too. So uh, yep. it would be great if you guys are using the iTunes or just want to go cheat the numbers, go over there and, you know, Give us a review. Yeah, or, jack our numbers up. Or, you know, yeah, give us, a little, give us the old bump. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, more people will be listening, and more people have been using the Amazon link, so thank you very much. That supports That's the show. That's cool. Uh, very good. It is fantastic. The, uh, the other little th- oh, so Canada. So, uh, once again, I'm planning we, every year we go on the road, my family and I. We go hither and yon, and usually we go to Canada, and we will probably go to Canada again uh, because, you know, it's great. Uh, but anyway, so again, what I want to do is, I'm putting it out there, uh, we've got a few months lead time on this, is I would love to come visit some viewers, visit their school. Uh, if people would like a, um, a seminar on, you know, being pathetic at best, I'm willing to do that, or uh, Bunkai, which is my personal favorite. Uh, yes. uh, but anyway, I'd love to get out and meet some of you guys. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to get up to Michigan and, and uh, go hang out with you, Dan. That would be awesome. Um, so, so plans are in the offing when they become a little more firm. Which way we're going? I'm definitely going to let people know, but uh, keep it in your head. That would be uh, that would be a fantastic thing. And, awesome. Uh, so, hey, you know we have a topic too. By the way, we do. But, yeah, maybe I should put a thing that says like, if you want the topic, scan you know 
Go to this position. 20 yes. minutes into the show. Uh, <laughs> the topic is uh, martial evangelism. Okay, so now what do we mean by this? Uh, martial evangelism is kind of a, it's actually a, a, a sort of a, it's a personal tale of, mm-hmm. um, oh, some, tell it then. of some people that, that I know that have, have switched their styles and they were in our system and they've gone to other systems. And, uh. and, but it, I'm also honest with people in general that switch, you know, mm-hmm. and usually it's, 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 Usually it's a fairly, you know, like switch like from being a stand-up guy to a grappling guy, you know, a floor right. guy, you know, but it's, it's the whole thing where uh, then they kind of act up like there's no, you know, whatever that was, they, they totally like disavow and try and ignore that, you know, I did this, you know, it doesn't matter how long they did it for or whatever, they, they, now it's like it's the worst thing ever, you know. <laughs> and and they, they fully, you know, quaff the Kool-Aid and, and you know, rub it behind their ears. Um, we had a, a, a couple – it says, well, we had a guy who left our system, and he's in a system that's essentially the same system. <laughs> by I was going to say, I mean, it's, it, it's one thing, I guess, to go from stand-up to grapple, but it's, it's another thing to go from, uh, you know, karate system to karate system or, for that matter, you know, salat to salat or – whatever to whatever and then be critical of your old one i mean i guess maybe more accurately would be to be critical of the teacher or the school um right yeah, yeah. so go, go ahead yeah i'm sorry i interrupted that's okay so yeah i mean it's not a thing so it was like you know whatever whatever this person is teaching is more amenable to uh whatever and and, and, and full disclosure for me whenever i see what they're doing and, and what we do i kind of it's still kind of the same thing dude you know, but uh, that's you know neither. <clears throat> but I said something on a Facebook group that we're in, and I, and it, it was kind of a global question about doing something, and I said something along the lines of, "Yeah, you know, this is kind of an important thing to look at for, you know, all of us that practice these concepts." Yeah, and this person who was the the, the, the martial evangelist, the born again guy, said like, you know, what do you mean we or you know, uh, or who is us? And I was like, seriously, dude, come on. <laughs> you know, are, are you? And then and, he was uh, baiting you. Yeah, well, no, yeah, I just I was like, okay, never mind. Yeah. I just I just tried. I was like, okay, you know, it's just, that's one of those things of as like being being a, a martial artist and you know like. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about it before. Like guys that are like, you know, when I when I go to Krav Maga's websites of, of places that are, you know, people that are doing like Krav Maga now, and you like look at them, and a lot of them will be like, you know, was a sixth or seventh degree in like Taekwondo or Hapkido yeah. or whatever, and now suddenly they've switched all the way over to Krav Maga, you know, for yeah. you know whatever reasons. And I was actually at a self defense seminar that was being held in it in the same space I work out in. And it was someone who teaches Krav Maga, and they said, and on their bio, they they have what I think is a f- actually fairly relatively low rank in a quote unquote traditional martial art. Mm-hmm. And I heard them in, before in their preamble talking about how like, oh, you know, uh, there's no belts and there's no you know increasingly complex techniques. Right. And there's no just, stupid belts. Yeah, yeah, and, kind of thing. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, it was good enough for you to list on your bio. Yeah. <laughs> So, and the stupid is kind of implied, you know. Yeah, you know. So it was. Yeah. So it's that whole thing is like uh, of disavowing everything you've you've known and like acting like, oh, it's so, you know, it's well, so awful. Yeah, it's, you know, 
you may have, you know, made a choice that was not right for you early in life. I mean, there's a lot of people yes. that, like, you know, they, they started out in, you know, judo or whatever as a kid and then they fell back and then they, now they're doing stand up and, you know, whatever. But very rarely, usually in those cases, those kind of, you know, people aren't like, you know, like, oh, I, well, I mean, I, I trained with a guy who was doing, uh, now he was doing Swai Chow, which is like a mm-hmm. sort of Chinese wrestling for those who, who don't know. They, they, do, they do a lot of throws and stuff like that. Anyway, I guess he, as a younger kid, had a, uh, a black belt in, um, in Taekwondo, you know, as, as a youth. Yeah. And so he came to my class and uh, he was like, he's like, wow, this is totally different than Taekwondo. And I'm like, well, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, on many levels. Um, but he was so like, you know, he was kind of bashing uh, you know, karate as a, you know, sort of general rule. He was kind of lumping everything ah. that, you know, kind of wears pajamas as karate, I right. guess. And so, uh, you know, he, he, but he had not, and then of course he had, you know, he got his black belt, whatever, and then he didn't train for a while, and then he got into this. And so he was like, oh, you know, I thought it was all just like Taekwondo. And I'm like, well, no, it's not all like Taekwondo. <laughs> but, but I mean, he's, you know, he was so ready to like, throw away all this other stuff because this other stuff is so much cooler than everything he'd done before. Yeah. You know, there, there's still value and in, in, in all that stuff. So, well, it, you know, I think too, it's, it's sort of like, um, uh, I don't know. Once when you buy, whenever you buy a new car, your old car was the crappiest car ever. Or whenever you switch jobs, the old you're so glad to get out of the job because the, the job was terrible. And I think too that um, there's there's a lot of emotional investment um, when you switch styles. So when you emotionally invest like that, and you go, well, this is this is my new thing, and especially because you know. There, there are new concepts and new techniques that you've never seen or heard of before. And you're like, wow, this is cool. This is great. These are all things that I'm learning that are brand new and it's blowing my mind. And what I did before was so terrible and awful. And I can't believe I wasted my time doing all that. Um, it's just, it, it, I think it's, I think it's kind of human nature to uh, want to appreciate the new thing and sort of downplay the old thing because obviously you're not doing the old thing anymore. And um, I think that there's a there's a disservice to the old thing because a lot of times the old thing got you to where you are. I mean, maybe uh, you know him walking into your class, he would have had a, obviously he would have had a much more difficult learning curve, you know, because. I, I think a lot of a, a lot of the very beginning of any style really is just is body mechanics. You know, you're you're learning to mimic your instructor. You're learning to move your left side when you want your left side to move. Um, you know, I know that there there I've seen a lot of beginners um, really have a hard time between the skip step and the step and slide. You know, just some some really simple basics that uh, is like I say, just body mechanics. So, you know, poo-pooing something that you did in the past is—I don't know—I don't—I don't think it helps anybody, um, and and it it it's distasteful in my opinion. Yeah, uh, well, it's yeah, that's what it is. It seems to me it kind of comes off a little 
bitter. And I guess in in in, in my case of uh, this person who used to be in our system, I kind of when I look at videos <clears throat> on stuff in a uh, oh, like I watch techniques and like I mean I, I know his instructor. His instructor is awesome. I mean he's mm -hmm. just, I mean, he's I don't want to get on the wrong side of the guy. Uh, yeah. Ever. And then, but when I hear him, when I hear this guy, his student, talk about things, and, and his instructor is also switched over to this other system, and uh, I'm kind of going, but you know that's there. I mean, don't don't talk about techniques about like oh you know I, uh, you know when he they're saying things he says like you know like oh I've been blind for so long and you know whatever, and yeah. and I'm kind of like uh, no dude maybe you just. Didn't, didn't look. See it. Yeah, maybe yeah. you just didn't look. I don't understand yeah. why you're why you're saying I, this is there and and we're doing it and and so you know there's uh, I had a you know a conversation another conversation with some people in this group and they're saying you know oh well that's no good because you know they do this and I'll be like no we don't that, that's what you've heard that's what somebody <laughs> has told you you know right uh, and we ran that into that with a you know. A, a certain podcaster, a certain big podcaster back uh -huh. in the day. Uh-huh. Uh, big, big, do you mean uh, very popular? Uh, no. That's no? <laughs> well, in their own mind. Uh, right. Of uh, saying things about, you know, in this case, our system, that were, was untrue simply because of the fact that they drank the Kool-Aid, you know. They, and right. so they were, you know, standing up and shouting at the top of their lungs, figuratively, about about certain things, but they had no actual knowledge of it, you know, they just, because they, they were so invested in this thing right. that they become, and that's why it's like a martial evangelist is like, you know, you, you, you're, Hey, look, this is awesome. And this is the greatest thing ever. And, you know, disavowing. And it, I, I, I think if you allow your group to do that, you're yeah. really, I mean, you're closing them off. You know, when you, when you have people that say like, you know, don't train with, you know, uh, the, the, the the guy who used to be the head of our association uh, told me when I was like a green belt and he and I was talking about wanting to train in Aikido and some other stuff and and he had he had like four hundred black belts he had black belts all kinds and Aikido <laughs> and Judo and did a, he had all these other black belts and I said something about you know doing that he says well wait till you get your your showdown in our style yeah and and I was like yeah he says yeah because then you have a context and you can move on right and I was like okay and that's what I did I didn't I you know, I trusted him and yep. I, and I think it was the correct thing to do. And I've told everybody since then who, if they if, entered into martial arts and they say you want to train in something else, I was like, well, wait till you get your black belt equivalent mm -hmm. in whatever system you're doing and then put everything on top of that. And it will either mesh or it won't, you know, right. that's, you know, but that's neither here nor there. Just go and do your other thing. But he didn't say, but don't go do other stuff. Right. Right. You know. And there's no, I mean, I've trained with the Taekwondo guys, and I've trained with with Judo guys, and I've trained mm -hmm. with, you know, <clears throat> Tai Chi, and, I, you know, Jiu-Jitsu, blah, blah, blah. And, and even though maybe some of that stuff is not in line with what I want to do, or how I want to teach, or how I want to move forward in my training, I don't block it off as being useless. There's something. There's got to be something there. I mean, there's it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, I can't believe that all of these people are are doing it if there's not something valuable unless you know everybody doing it is just completely snowed and and you know i can think of examples of that of the the no touch knockout guys and things like that but 
even in, you know you think of even in that case, and I haven't thought about it since until we were just talking now. If you take a look at the no touch knockout guys, um, and I am, you know, I, I will be the first to say that that I think that's that's bullshit. You know, <laughs> it simply doesn't work. It won't work. It would never work. People would get hurt very badly trying it in a true confrontational situation. Um, so I think it's a bit dangerous. But at the same time, that's the part of the system that is very sensationalized. And I am 100% positive that 90% of what they teach, probably 99% of what they teach for that matter, are classical, classic karate techniques. You know, so again, and and again, I kind of got caught in that too, to, to say, well, this particular style is going to be defined by this one thing or this single aspect, um, is ridiculous. You know, you you just, you can't do that. It's the, I mean, talk about judging a book by its cover, you know? Um, and on top of that, until you have the perspective of having the experience and, you know, to, to go off of what you said, wait till you get your black belt because you just, you don't really have the proper perspective to be able to make those judgments of whether or not something is good or bad. Um, and again, I just, I can't imagine that any of this stuff is all bad. You know, there's just, I, I can't believe that you could even go into the no touch knockout place and be there for a year and not learn something, you know? Right. Well, yeah, and you know, the, the, the flip side of martial evangelism is it's helpful. I mean, you know, we, yeah. that's what we always said, you know, the, the, the people who, who know the most in martial arts are like green belts and new shodans. You know, mm-hmm. because like generally, like it, it, green belt is kind of where, you know, you start to get a little cocky. Yeah, well, people they they, they they I mean, when I was a green belt, and you know, I knew other guys that were like, my thing is the greatest thing ever, and my dojo is the greatest dojo ever, and hey. and and I know all the the history because you're feeling you know, the love, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you you kind of like, hey, I'm kind of in the middle, and there are people behind me, and there's stuff to learn. I'm, I'm and, starting to teach other people. Yeah, you know, other people so, are asking me questions now. And so those are the people that you can say, like, you know, oh, we need, you know, to do blank for the dojo, and they'll, you know, a lot of times, those are the people who want to do it. You know, they yeah. they want to drive it, and but by the, you know, and then the the flip side of the flip side is, but then sometimes they get they become too much of an evangelist, and they get like, you know. That's when they start getting cocky, and that's when they start, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you're wrong because my research is this, you know. That's that's the thing is that it's 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 one thing to say my system and style is awesome. It's another thing to say mine is awesome and yours is crap. Uh, and I, I think to some degree it's a bit of a tempest in a teapot, you know, because when when you look at the spectrum of things that are important in your life, how you position your back foot isn't one of them, (laughs) you know, and it's one thing to have a debate between, um, you know, I can, I can very much see where a lot of the jujitsu guys are coming from. And, um, and, and by saying that, I mean, the more, um, the more evangelized, um, jujitsu stylist because i've seen the gracie videos and things like that and the gracies seem like very down-to-earth guys they seem very well balanced 
Um, I don't know. I don't think either either one of them thinks that you know Gracie Jiu Jitsu is the answer to everything, but they think it's the answer to most stuff, which is great. You know, that's kind of why you're there. But anyway, I can see that a little bit more. Saying, okay, in you know, if you look at MMA versus traditional martial arts in a in a ring type situation, the MMA guy is going to win, kind of thing. Okay, we can we can have that intellectual debate, and that's fine. But if they then go on to say what you're doing is completely worthless, that's like. That's 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 shifting that balance from, you know, you have something valuable. I think my stuff is more valuable than that, but it's what you're doing is not worthless uh, because then I don't know. Like I say, there's a, there's at least a bit of perspective to that, you know. Right, and perspective is a very good word. I mean, that's that's part of the the thing. Mm-hmm. Like so, and and the the case that I'm citing on, you know, the yeah the the guy that was in my system was was like, well, but you know, you were, I think he was, you know, like a fourth degree or, or, or something in our system before he, he switched over. was like, so you you spent that much time, you know, how can you go like, oh, well, that's totally not the, the, the and I mean, it, 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 it's, you know, a huge amount of time that you've, that you've done it. Now that the, the, yeah. the Krav person that was teaching the self-defense thing, you know, they, uh, you know, I guess had a, a fairly, small amount of training in a pajama-based art and yeah. then at some point got involved in, in, in Krav Maga. In non-pajama-based art? In non-pajama, in, in, uh, <laughs> in commando-based, or what would you say? Uh, uh, street, street clothes. To, <clears throat> well, you know, that's what I think. You know, it goes back to our everyone's got a thing. Like a lot of um, Krav Maga people, I see that like they've got like uh, running shoes on and you know, it, it's one of two uniforms. It's like running shoes and like some like warm-up pants or something like that mm-hmm. and a t-shirt or it's the you know cargo pants and uh, the you know tactical shoes yeah and their thing with their with their spider co knife and whatnot uh you know so but anyway they so so i mean like arguably you can say like well you know they don't have a good perspective on traditional martial arts because they really weren't in it that long yeah. Now, as an, an a parenthetical aside that everyone can hear is the system that she was in uh, was with was one that I have encountered before and, and thought was kind of a you know bunch of wing nuts. But uh, <laughs> you know uh, that being that being said, you know it's like choosing the wrong art. You know we I think we had an episode on that about like you know yeah okay well you chose the wrong art all right right but you, but you can't beat up all the rest of the arts for that. Well, and that's the thing you know I and just like. In, in some conversations, we kind of pick on Taekwondo, and, and in these kinds of conversations, we generally pick on Krav Maga and, and Jiu-Jitsu. Um, but, you know, with that being said, I've met a lot of Krav Maga people that are just like, hey, this this is what works for me, and this is what I believe in, and what you're doing is awesome. And if you want to have a conversation about why I think this is awesome and maybe your style is not right for me, that's fine. But I mean, I, I think of I, 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 the Krav Maga is a, is a great example of um, I'm, I'm training for a situation that will never happen to me. And I mean, unless you're an elite well, combat well, mili- really, really, paramilitary. Well, and, and hopefully that's, that should be the case all, you know, across the board. 
know, right. But it, it, but I but I think too that um, well, I think of belts as a great example where uh, you know the the supposed Krav Maga guy will poo poo the belts and go, oh well, that's just a that's just an artificial blah blah blah, and they're meaningless, and you know it's it's silly to wear belts, and then. You know, my my counterpoint to that is, well, it it gives people, you know, a defined goal to reach. There's a, you know, there's a um, a, a nice goal-based system of going from one to the next to the next. It's nice and systematized, so you can say, well, at this belt, this is what you should be learning, and then people know what to focus their study on. Um, so there's a lot of different reasons for belts. Other than, you know, you, you as an instructor, you get to sell a thirty-five dollar belt to somebody, uh, and I think it's all that stuff that people, once they get the mindset of "I'm right and you're wrong," they just stop thinking about that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, but, and so you know, one of the points that you just mm-hmm. made up is one of the things also that you know that I kind of joke about about styles like that is like you know you're not really trained to be a commando. Right. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter where, you know, the the origin of the system. That's so another thing. This person, they said, like, it's not a martial art. It's a self-protection system or something like that. And I was right. like, okay, yeah. I can, I, and I can I, see that. I can see that point. Sure. You know, yeah. my argument yeah. is that it should all be a self-protection system. But there mm-hmm. are stuff in there, there's stuff in it. You know, so, I mean, maybe it's more, you could say, like, you know, martial arts are more holistic and then, you know, like systems, you know, like... That's a good way to put it. Reality-based and, you know, sort of, you know, uh, focused protection systems are more um, uh, uh, goal-based, you know, of like, okay, this is yeah. the goal is to learn how to, you know, do this in this situation or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but, but they're always, they're always... One of the things that this person said was, um, uh, ever or... or a succession of increasingly complex techniques, and yes. I was like, "Well, uh, well, hmm, yeah, but I mean, mm. I bet you do an elbow smash, and then I bet you do a, a you know a bunch of combinations. Well, that would be more complex than one elbow smash, you know." So, yeah. You know, so here's here, here's what it all always comes down to for me is that I, um, I think of boxing as probably one of the I don't want to. I, I, hesit, I hate to say simplest arts because I know that there's a lot of complexity to it. But as far as as far as basic techniques go, uh, it's it's not real deep. Um, and so I think to myself, okay, I I would be interested to see a Krav guy versus a boxer who have both trained for six months and. See where that ends up, because well, yeah, but what are the you know what's what the are the parameters to what's that? What's the rules? What's the pre- yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I my my point is is that I think that ninety nine percent of the time, a a jab, a punch, a cross, or an uppercut is going to work just fine. And so, if if you're on the street, in fact, you know, you you look up YouTube videos and things like that. Um, if you're on the street. Very oftentimes, you see a guy gets popped in the jaw, and he's down, and that's it. You're done. Fight's over. Um, Oh, but what if he's got a knife? Oh, but what if this? Oh, but what if this? Yes. 
And that's where you, the what ifs is where you get into all of the different techniques. So, and that opens the door again, you know, for martial evangelism of, you know, well, in this context, in this scenario, this didn't work anymore. Right. So, oh my gosh, I've got to, you know, that, that is completely useless and I've got to go find, you know, something else. And, you know, I mean, and that can also, you know, I mean, that goes down to like being a, a businessman, a business model, you know, someone who is, is looking at martial arts or personal protection systems as a matter of livelihood, then, you know, what happens now is martial evangelism is really just marketing, you know, right. is, uh, oh, this other thing I'm doing is not selling anymore. This thing is selling. This is the greatest thing. Well, ever. and it's funny because th- it's funny that you bring that up because that's, that's the other thing that is is really difficult on the marketing side is that when, you know, when a, when a new student comes to your school and says, well, I want to do the best martial arts on the planet. And for someone with a balanced perspective to go, well, I'm not going to tell you this is the best on the planet because I haven't tried them all. And I don't know. And there are some pretty good ones out there too. And it's really a matter of fit with your personality and fit with what, goals you have in your life they fall asleep and walk next door to the taekwondo place (laughs) yeah so it's it's hard it's hard to have that balanced perspective on the marketing side because on the marketing side you really want to just say yes this is awesome and you should do it yeah i mean and then that's one of the things that i do about you know, I had a couple of people come watch class last night, you know, and we were, we just did, you know, we did our basics and we did some kata and then we did some, some bunkai sets from, from one of the kata. But I mean, it wasn't particularly, I mean, we weren't doing takedowns, but after they left, we actually, we had a promotion and so we were doing a bunch of sparring. So, so I mean, oh. it was like, you know, they left kind of before, you know. Right before the excitement. They left five minutes before the, before yeah. the miracle happened. You know, it's, it, so I think that probably, yeah, you know, you, again, you know, with the context and, and whatnot of, of sticking out, that's why I tell everybody, you know, try it for two weeks because, you know, within that two weeks, I'll probably touch on something that you're going to think is cool, yeah. you know, and then you'll get a, a more a more holistic view. But, yeah, I mean, I've had people, like I had a guy send me an email and that he was a martial artist that had moved down here to Austin. Mm-hmm. And he he asked me, like, a bunch of pointed questions on stuff, you know, and it was oh. like, you know, how much do Obviously you spar? Obviously Yeah, well, you know, it was like, how much do you spar? How much do you, you know, do you go to the ground? Do you do grappling? Do you do this? You know, do you do tournaments? Do you do, you know, just like all these, like, mm-hmm. that. and I was kind of reading it, I was like, wow. And then again, you know, he was like, I think a newish shodan, like he'd been a first degree for not, not too long. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's the guy who, he's he's built, built a baseline of what he yep. wants, you yep. know. Because that's what he, and, and that's that's where you know, he came like, from. You know, that's, yeah, that's, like that you was, said, getting to first degree, you you build up that base, and you become more aware of the things that you want and things that you don't want. And I think too, that's that example is exactly why um, I personally think it's not it's a good idea to not necessarily explore different martial arts. Like I'm gonna go here for six months and here for six months and here for six months, but to explore different martial arts in the sense that if you have a friend doing a different martial art, hang with them, talk, explore, spar even. Uh, I know there are too many schools in the world that are just like, well, we don't spar with anybody outside our school because 
we could hurt them. <laughs> you know, that kind it's of stuff. too deadly. Yeah. It's too deadly, yes. Okay. Okay, but I, I can't use my eye gouge on you. So, right. um, <laughs> Which, as we, as we found out, you know, doesn't always work, right? Yes. Um, the, yeah, well, you know, so this guy, he sent an email and he asked all the pointed questions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's because he, what he wanted, I think he wanted to probably replicate what he had just moved from, which uh, is fine, you know. But, I mean, you're n- probably not, you're, I can get, actually, probably, I'm willing to say, you're never going to replicate what you had unless you replicate no. it. You know, so right. like if, if you're a black belt and you move from one school to another, you're never going to get what you had unless you do it again. Yeah. So, you know. And, but, you know, I guess my first thought is don't look for what you had. Um, I mean, if, if, if this is an opportunity to find something, to have a new experience, um, try something new and have a new experience. And then you can go back to what you had before. I, you know, I kind of think of it like, like marrying the first girl you date. Um, if, if it's truly a love match and, and it's, it's your one and only, then that's awesome. Uh, but I guarantee you, you're going to go through the rest of your life thinking, boy, you know, maybe I should have looked around. Uh, and so I, I just think to myself, dating is, is, is just not a bad thing. It's not like you're making a commitment to anybody, you know, it's not like if you go to school, I always tell people if they're looking for a, 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 looking to get into martial arts, I say, well, look around, um, for the styles in your area. Uh, it's gotta be convenient to get to, otherwise you won't go. So convenience is, is a big one. Um, and then, Check out the styles, look at videos online, see if it's something interesting to you, and then go to at least three places. And if, if, if they don't let you have a free class, then pass. And if they do have you, let you have a three, free class, then go to all three places for the free class. Because even one experience of a class will let you know, you know, our it's i've always felt that any school is a combination of style students and instructor uh and then kind of location because you know that's just convenience but you will get even in one class maybe it'll take two or three but generally the style the students and the instructor i mean your instructor is who's teaching you the the other students in the class will will who you really spend most of your time with while you're there i mean the instructor generally floats around and stands up at the front but you know, when you're doing drills and stuff, you're doing it with the other students. And then really the style, you know, does the style fit with the goals of what you want? Does the style fit with your personality? I mean, there are Tai Chi people out there. There are Krav Maga people out there. There are, you know, just because someone has told you that Krav Maga is, is, is the deadliest art, um, you got to really ask yourself whether, the deadliest art is the one that you're looking for, you know? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, and so that's, you know, that's the thing about, uh, you know, being a martial evangelist is I think you need to, you know, consider your audience. I mean, it, it's, it, it, if someone says like, you know, well, I, mean, I was just having this conversation with, with someone the other day, with the, the, it's a friend and they have their daughter, who's uh, training at, at some other school and it's, it's purely a kid's program, you know, and I actually look, kind of looked them up and, you know, and I was like, okay, this is just like a kid's program. It's like a mishmash of whatever. A lot know. of body mechanics. Yeah. Stuff, yeah just guessing. to kind of throw it around. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he was like, you know, what do you think about it? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sure it's fine. You know, cause I mean, it just, it, it, it right. doesn't, you know, 
but then he started asking me about, you know, my, you know, do you have kids class? I was like, well, no, not really. Because, you know, he started talking about the thing and I didn't want to, you know, I was like, don't give me my, soap, my soapbox because, right. you know, I'll say things. And I said, like, right. you know, are, you know, are you happy with it? You know, is your kid happy yes. with it? Then just go with it. It's you that know? kind of thing when somebody, somebody asks you how you're doing. It's like, well, are you asking that conversationally? Or do you really want to know? <laughs> yeah, how much time do you have? Right. Well, you know, I mean, I had a guy come check the class out, and he did some, like, uh, African knife fighting thing. He said he was involved in. I was like, huh, interesting. Okay. And, uh, you know. Is it like the Piper system or something? I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, and then he explained that, you know, the kind of thing. I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. All right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I said, well, you know, is there an empty hand component to it? And he was like, no, no, I think it's just, you know, using it's just nice. di- diff- different lengths of, of, of blade to do. I was like, oh, okay. So, so to me, I don't find that particularly interesting. So, you right. know, but I wasn't going to poo-poo it because I don't know anything about it. It's, you know, so, you know, and I was like, oh, well, you know, we do weapons and we do empty hand and they both kind of mm-hmm. cross a little bit and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so, you know, I've been, I was being an evangelist for my system. But I mean, I was not, you know, trying to like, you know, you're not poo pooing the other stuff. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go like, well, that's you know, whatever. You know, yeah. how often are you going to be hanging on with a machete? Because I mean, yeah. then, then we then we open ourselves up to all that. Like if if you, you know, want to, you know, yep. say that's never going to happen. Well, then look at your system because that's probably never going to happen either. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so. And you know, I, I know that there have been there have been times in my martial arts career where. That's why I say, I think a lot of this is kind of a tempest in a teapot because I have thought to myself, if, if I rolled up all of the hours that I have spent practicing and learning martial arts and put those into, I don't know, uh, home improvement and working on my car, learning how to work on my car and learning how to improve my career and make more money... I I wonder sometimes if the time would have been better spent doing that. So, well, some martial artists poo-poo other martial arts and say this sucks and that's no good and you should be doing that instead of this. I think there are a lot of people around the world going, you are all wasting your time doing this crap because at the end of the day, I'll pull out my gun and shoot you in the face. Um, and... Also, violent conflict is not a normal part of most people's lives. Like you've talked about, you know, is it, is it good for the cul-de-sac? Because violent conflict is not a part of, of people's lives the way it was historically. And so it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, 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 the, it's the how many angels on a head of a pin argument sometimes to me. Yeah. That's a very good point, and yeah. I think that's probably a good place to park the show for today. Yeah, we just. Oh yeah, um, oh, we're we're time, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh, so anyway, uh, Facebook guys, get on the Facebook, get on the Twitter yes. at karatecafe dot com. Send us an email at karatecafe at gmail dot com. Do not call the comment line because it's there's just no gonna, more comment there's line. There's no more comment line. Maybe we should have read up the comment line with just like a like have Gene go like you're too late, you know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but anywho, uh, Dan, great conversation as always. It was good talking to you. Once again, everyone, all the new listeners, welcome. Thank you. 
keep doing those downloads. When we when we switch the feed, hopefully when I switch the feed, it will be seamless and nothing will go wrong. Seamless. Well, you um, are a technical genius. Yes. So. Yes. And 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 my my tech team here at the Massive Credit Cafe Studio is also that's right. They're brilliant. Uh, is brilliant. Um, that's about it. Uh, I guess that's it for now. That's right. Now it's time to go watch some Daredevil. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, so I looked up, I know this is another topic, but um, I, I looked up what he does, and essentially it's kind of a, a weird version of Dirty Boxing. Huh. So it's very cool. I love the fight scenes in Daredevil. Yeah, they're pretty, you know, I, mean, I think he, he, he does a, a few like really super unnecessary acrobatic moves, but. Uh, yeah. I mean, and but- he needs, they need to beat him down less. It gets to a point where I'm thinking, Okay, he's he's really just a guy, and I know he heals fast and stuff like that. But uh, like, come on, no real human being would survive all this. Yeah. He's not Wolverine, right? Right. I mean, too many shots to the face, and, and it's a little a little too rocky. I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, but anyway, but it's good. So, I'm, I'm <laughs> see trying, how we can just get started on something else. I'm trying not to binge watch. I'm just I'm, I'm being good. I'm meeting it out like. Every yeah. other day I watch an episode. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. Anywho, Dan, great conversation as always. Yes. And we will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, PiranhaGear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, KarateCafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at KarateCafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at SteveHendersonVoiceOvers at gmail.com. Or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.